one of the biggest things that Kobe said to me in the shooting was he wanted to make something a little bit better, something he was proud of. And uh, here we are, proud to emerge, proud to tank, proud to come rank up. New beginnings. New beginnings, here we are. Uh, we haven't made an episode since last season. Like I'm, I think it was like the... It was like week season. six. Yeah, it was like mid-season, but here we are. We're back in the back in the flesh, recording, and we're excited. I'm just a little bit nervous, but here we are. And, uh, yeah, Trev, is got to thank you because we wouldn't have been able to really set any of this up with, without you. And Tank hooked us up. He did. He did. Tank hooked us up. You know, if I said Nancy hooked us up, then... We wanted we wanted to go our own way. We wanted to do it on our own. But when you got the options on the table and you got them coming to you, just go with, just go with what's easier. Perfect stuff. Perfect stuff. So obviously the biggest thing for me and Travis, if you know us outside of the podcast, you know us outside of Philly. I mean, Harry's we're big Bills fans, football fans. And we're football twenty four seven. Twenty four seven, as you can tell. I I don't know about your girlfriend, but my girlfriend needs me around. She dreads this time of year. I was just about to say, I was just in the car with Olivia. She <laughs> I was just in the car with Olivia, I think it was yesterday, and I was like, Olivia, don't you, don't you just be happy that I'm that I'm happy in the football season right now? Now, my girlfriend, she's 50-50. She's on NFL because of the good-looking quarterbacks and the good-looking players. And on the other side, she's like, oh, Sundays are gone. Thursdays are gone. Mondays are gone. Man, she's. What, what jersey did she wear then? Cause oh, she wore a Ryan Tannehill jersey. Jackie better be watching. <laughs> Jackie's watching this. We need to take that thing down, Jackie. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill's one not a good quarterback, and the Miami Dolphins are not. Mm. She likes Derrick Henry though. That's. Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. Sure. No, but yeah, like like I was getting at, main thing with the podcast is Bills. Bills, because that's all. That's what it was about last year. That's what we're here for. Bills a holic. Bills a holic. How did that name come about? Like you want the war story? We were driving home and we were like, damn, we can't think of a name. And we were like, let's put it in the random name generator. And it was like the, the top one that popped up. And I was like, that's it. That's it. And I said it to you, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. We wanted to go that, no, the tailgating way. It's a really good play on words, as you can tell by our logo, the intro. Um, we wanted to go the tailgating route. And I think there's nothing else that the Bills are more notorious Bills fans are more notorious for is going to the tables and drinking just a shitload of beer and getting really drunk. And uh, besides the, the Bills of Holic podcast is like the perfect name. I mean, it's it's like we're addicted to the Bills football. We're, yeah, we're just we're addicted. We're, we're Bills mafia through and through. Through and through. Um, yeah, no, the, the biggest the biggest thing for us is. And, and I touched on it when you first told me it was I wanted to make something I was a little bit more proud of. And I felt like last year that's why we had to step away. That's why on all of our social medias I just felt like we weren't putting out content that that we felt like we were able to really really bridge. And then Yeah, we had we had so much to talk about, but we had so much we had so little resources. Yeah, and, and, and here we are. I mean it's it's night and day and it's definitely definitely really exciting. Biggest, the biggest thing of the day for, for me and you, Travis, that I definitely think we got tapped into here is what did we do just about an hour ago? We got into the Emerge Fantasy Football Draft. We're going to talk about the Emerge Fantasy Football we Draft. We did get the first overall pick. If I can. Ah, we're going to try to bring this baby home. This is the Emerge Lombardi Trophy. Uh, and this is hopefully going to be on our set after we win this year. Amen. Amen. We're gonna we're gonna try yeah. our hardest here, Travis. If you want to pull up our team, maybe talk about our team. We drafted a young team. It's a young team, but I think I think we can get back, can get past some weeks. Yeah, I mean, so first overall pick. We just to touch on it, we had the first overall pick, and as you know, the Snake Draft game, we got the first overall pick. We don't pick for what feels like a hundred years. Uh, we went Justin Jefferson first overall. I felt like that was pretty much just a lock. That was locked in when we figured out we had the first overall pick about two and a half weeks ago. Weeks ago. I um, I failed to get Justin Jefferson in two straight drafts. Two, yeah. I mean, a fourth one. The other, other the other we draft. Home, we bring home the first Lombardi Trophy for both of them. Other draft, I had the second overall pick. I thought for sure they were going to pick Jamar Chase, but I was I was wrong. I'm, I'm finally happy. I'm happy to finally get him mm-hmm. on my squad. Tony Pollard in like 
He's 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 RB one. Well, he he was and and obviously the deep stuff last year. Last was, yeah. He was he it, it felt like he was RB one most most of the time. He was putting up crazy points. He was and, and I before I picked him up in like waivers in like week two. Like I don't even know if you remember that. I didn't. I don't. I remember you having him on your team. I didn't think you picked him up no, on I waivers. I, I I picked him up in waivers week two or three something early. Uh, didn't have a quarterback or anything like that, so I needed to start. Getting some point somewhere, and I ended up getting Tony Pollard week three, and then later on this week against Justin Fields, he finished the week with two digits of uh, running backs. He was a running back. Yeah. Running back. Yeah. Now let's just go through the team. Uh, for the Bills, we had to go ahead and get Josh Allen. I just, I mean, it was early, but come on. I mean, you wouldn't be able to podcast without having Josh. That's our God. That's our God. So I wouldn't say get Josh <laughs> Allen. Go run by him. Jameer Gibbs. George Pickens, George Kittle. Um, Another running back one. Yeah, no, no, and I, I yeah. Alexander, your next one, Alexander yeah, Madison. Alexander Madison, you, you told me you got my ear real early about that. Ear. He's in my other league. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we got JSN, Mike Williams, Jamie Carlson, and the Eagles defense. And then I had to take a shot at Tank, and then I go ahead and get out <laughs> Anthony Richardson. Obviously, uh, you know, you got the next Josh Allen. Had to. Adam Thielen. This one hurt when Travis said it. Alan Lazard. Not playing him week one. There's no way against that great. We're not playing him, but. There's there's just no way. He's got that connection with Aaron Rodgers. Travis is coming in. We went Pat Fryermuth, and then you, because you had Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Went Josh Cody Mack, the guy that didn't have a single game in the middle of the year. (laughs) Terrible. Not not that terrible. Is Is he the one that got smushed to the ground, too? Who was oh, who got no, smushed? So, I don't know who got smushed to the ground, but um, was it Mac no, Jones? No, it was Mac Jones who got smushed. <laughs> Steven, Steven Stevenson did. Yeah. Oh, was it Stevenson that did? I thought it yeah, was. Uh, uh, Myers was in three in the league. No, I thought I thought Jacoby Myers. Didn't Jacoby Myers throw the ball in the middle of Steven Stanley Jones and it got? I think it did. No, I think I think it was Jacoby Myers that threw it in the middle of the field. And then <laughs> we'll, we'll have to check the film on that one. Um, we'll get no, back but, to you. But he's he's on the team. Uh, so that. Travis, I, I thought it was an all-around solid draft. Like you said, we went kind of young. We went young. We we went young with a lot of studs. We did go with a lot of studs. I'm not going to sit here and argue. I think my favorite pick might have been the Jimmy and Gibbs pick. I'm really excited. You're really high on him this year. I, just because I think he's going to be our number one. Like, I really – and I mean, I'm not the only one who thinks that. And the only reason that I thought that was because that's all the high draft analysts that I know. Because this kind of got me to read about it. And I think that I have to steal. Um, I also like that I think that – you got an upset coming? You think Lions upset the Chiefs? I think they're without Kelsey and uh, Jones on defense. Chris Jones. He's still seeking a contract. I don't blame you. It might be close, like it might be real close. The Lions obviously got a solid football team. They're, they they, they may surprise a lot of teams this year. Shoot, they were in a they were in a uh, slugfest with us last year on Thanksgiving. They were. They gave us a hard time, but that that was like right in that like weird time where Josh Allen had the elbow injury and yeah, uh, Von Miller had like was Von it was that game. Was it was it that game? That it was, was that. that was it? it wasn't yeah. the Browns. Game. It was the Lions game. It was the Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving game. Because right? it was one year removed. Right, exactly one year. Yeah. I'm so glad you didn't pick the Chiefs this year. Not this year. So glad you didn't pick the Chiefs this year. Now, but, um, one thing that I know we definitely wanted to tap into is uh, Winterfest. That was, that was really cool. That was, doing it. that was my first. Oh, I could, yeah, that was my it. first. Mm-mm, something came up last year. So can't remember what it was, but. I think it's kind of cool that it was your first. You, you popped your Winterfest cherry. <laughs> tell me, tell me, man, what was your favorite chicken wing? You guys were hyping up PB and J all year. Where were they from? Ohio. Ohio, I think Ohio. I just can't remember the name. I know the ten right now is going to piss me off with Millie. Yeah, like they had good wings too. Millie's was solid for the life of me. Can't remember what what that was. No, but PB and J, you guys, you guys were hyping up all year. I had to try it. I think I went back for like seconds and thirds. 
because like you some people may think peanut butter and jelly on a wing no that it was flavorful it was good especially you eat a hot wing before and that it soothes it just a little bit i had a hot wing from that exact same tent and then i had the pb and j after that was that was real good i was kind of like so last year I told you I wasn't no bitch. I, I saw it that that time came with that wing. Like, yeah, it was something different. It was a hot wing, but it was something different. I don't know if you saw it. it, was, it they, mine was, my chicken wing was fat. Like, no, they had, th- mine was big. And didn't you, you finished it, right? I you almost, really yeah, I, I came really close. Like, I wasn't, was, I wasn't going for anything less. That was, uh, now, I'll tell you, I was in line because they did say before, when we went to the tent before, and then we came back because I was, I was telling you guys all day, that was going to be my last wing. Because I was going to enjoy my day, and then I was going to end it off with that. And it was. So when I was in line, I asked them if they had any more con candy nightmare. And they said, yeah. Now, they have, like, a bucket, like, this big, filled with, like, well, what's in it? Was it horseradish or uh, there was some type of, like, super hot. There was something else in it. It was something. But they had like a bin like this big, dedicated to the cotton candy nightmare. It wasn't in a. It oh, w- she was talking. She was talking about that when I when I got over there. Yeah. yeah. She was saying that she was like. It was a little I, bin. Because I asked about the cotton candy nightmare, and she and she was like, "Yeah, this is great. This is great." It was in a little bin like this, and they were shaking that. I watched it. It seemed like forever they were shaking that in there, and they gave it. To, they, they honestly ruined it for me too because they got it on my other wing. Not just. So there was that. So it wasn't. It was. It was hot. So were you? Did you bring any uh, No. Have you ever had? That's what I'm saying. Like outside. So like outside. Was that the? Was that like the street? It's called Mexican street wings. So like yeah. Out, you were talking about it, but anyway. Uh, literally, but they're not. They're just like so. It's it's so good. It's so good. It's like it's street wings, but it's like rolled in like Just like street corn, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I'm saying like it's like I was saying like, have you ever had street corn outside? No, I can't say I have. I can't say I have. No. That wing might have been just a new metal detail. Really? Hopefully they're the next. They're there next year. I'll have to. Yeah, that that was that was fun. We didn't we didn't stay for. The wing eating contest. Blazing. We only were on the field for like five minutes. Guys, have ever been to Winfest? I'm sure you know. Like, it's seems to like drag and not like when you're watching you guys on stage. Like, the only thing we were really known for was that blue cheese dumpling competition. Yeah, I'm not I don't love blue cheese I, that much. I love blue cheese, but when you see a grown man's face just absolutely smothered, in I'm a Buffalonian, and it's just dripping from his beard. But I don't, I don't love blue cheese that much. I, I love blue cheese, but I can't have this one. Now I'll tell you the most interesting wing. That I don't think I would ever think of. Did you try the Pop Rocks wing? I did. I did. See, when I took a big bite into it, I thought it was going to be sweet. Because the candy. So I took a big bite. And I, I got the spice in my mouth first. And then it was an interesting type of feeling in your mouth. Pause. <laughs> Let's just skip over that real quick. Uh, so... So it was hot, and then you tasted the Pop Rocks. It popped in the back of your mouth. Pause again. I'm a, You know what? I'm going to stop with that wing. I'm two for two. I'm going to stop with that wing. That was mo- the most interesting wing that I've ever heard of. It was just interesting. I had to try it. They had a few good uh, dry rubs, too. I was impressed with their dry rubs. Because I always got lemon pepper at Barbell. Hands down. But like I feel like you talk about dry rub a lot on the podcast. Well, yeah, dry rub is underrated, I think. Now let me ask you this, and I, I'm sure I'm sure we've we've covered this because I mean we've been friends for years and we've been in Barbell for a friend for years and we like we talk about wings probably more than we should. Um That's that's for sure. Yeah, drums are flat. Drums are flat. See 
you you lo- don't like drums because of the veins. No, 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 that's Ben. Oh, that's Ben. Ben doesn't like scratching like that. You mean the drums? You can get rid of without the veins. Even hey, even when, remember when we talked to Ben Bouchard? Even he said the same thing. Like he was like, he doesn't want to hear it. I love scratching and I play guitar and play drums. Like, you know, right. I. I'm I'm a flat guy all day. You're a flat guy all all, all day. day. I like drums. They just have more meat on the bone. I'm two for two. Let's move on to let's move on to the week one pick'ems before we say something that we really regret here. Um, obviously, Thursday night football we're we're, only, we're almost one day away. Thursday I'm excited. Chiefs or Lions? Are we talking about this a little bit before we started rolling, or maybe I'm just trying to think. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Like I said, can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I'm gonna think I'm gonna agree. I think I'm gonna go Chiefs. I, like I said before, Travis Kelsey might be out his number one target, but he can always find a way to get people involved. Shoot, he can probably even throw to Joe Tooney for a twenty yard pass. If you want to be, if you want to be honest, he's always getting people involved. He can do, do this thing perfectly before the snap. Did you hear? I, I saw on Instagram the other day. Andy Reid, he admitted that he called the play in-game that he got from a Kansas City Chiefs janitor. I guess his janitor wrote up the play and showed it to Andy Reid, and he's like, oh, I'll think about it. And he, It was in an NFL game. It's, in, it's insane. It's insane. It, See that division always seems to be in a race with each other. Always. Well, you got the Steelers over a five hundred every single year. You got the Ravens always in it somehow. Right. I think the. But the Bengals. I think the Bengals from now on. Yeah, I think the Bengals have a close grip on that division. So I got the Bengals taking that. Ravens Texans. Even with the rookie, rookie quarterback. Big big, but what CJ Stroud made it Ohio State. Yeah. No, I'm not mad at it. You don't think the you don't think the you don't think the rookie quarterback's gonna. Say one good quarterback that came out of Ohio State. Like. You don't think he's at least gonna carry them to like six, seven games. Six, seven games. Yeah. No. 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 Not much. Let me let me let me. I got like two or three. Let me ask this: Do you think CJ Stroud is better than Bryce Young? As long as you're not talking about that mayonnaise and the coffee guy, I'm all ears. Oh, Will Levis. Will Levis. I'm all ears. I didn't even think that's legit, man. That's, that's a monster. I was going to say, did I read that right, that he was sponsored, or was that a meme? That's legit. Man, he's got, what was it, like a lifetime deal? It's major. I don't even. That's, dude. That's that's got. This came out a few weeks ago. I I miss. I must have missed that. I must have missed that. But that, I if if I could unsee it, I would unsee it. Um, Buccaneers Vikings. 
Again, I think this is an easy one for me. Who's their quarterback? It was between Baker Mayfield and Kyle, Kyle guy, Trask. Remember the guy we'll just go back to another service plug. Remember the guy that was picked before Zion Johnson went to Kansas City. Remember him? You remember when Baker Mayfield was picked over him? Um, Sam Darnold, who's on like his third team right now. Baker got picked over him too. He, hey, I I think it was I think it was Christmas Day. What I'm gonna what I'm gonna say here for Baker is I'm gonna give him a little bit of love. I think it was Christmas Day or right around there. They were playing, I think, the Broncos in that Nickelodeon game. And <laughs> Baker makes – I think I was sick. I was, I was, was that the first ever Nickelodeon's game too? No, no. No? It was NBA National Championship. Oh, okay. But, uh, dude, Baker Mayfield, like, was it off the one, like, 52 to, like, six or something stupid like that. Maybe we'll get that Baker Mayfield for the Buccaneers. He's got, the, he's got some talent around him. He's got a decent offensive line. I know Ryan Jensen's gone, but they got Christian Wirtz. He's one of the best, I would say. Uh, and not to mention that he's got... He's got a pretty energetic running back back there. Second-year guy. Yeah, Rashad White. Rashad White. I'm high on him. So you're trying to persuade me to get Bucks over Vikings, or...? No, I just went on that mm-hmm. long rant. Okay. Vikings are probably going to beat the Buccaneers. So I'm going to be serious. Vikings over the Bucks. So how, how much do you think Kirk Thuggins is going to go... Okay, so, um, like what are we saying? How many touchdowns? How many yards? How many points do you think he's going to drop on the Bucks? I'm going to guess. You think he has another year again? I could go there. Um, I'm going to say 20, 26. 20. I'm not going to go into a score thing. I will say, after watching the quarterback documentary on Netflix, he's easily one of my favorite quarterbacks are like i used to not like them because you know all the chains on the plane doing this and then he he no. beat he beat our asses in the nail biter last season i used to not like him i he's one of my favorite now after watching that i will say after watching the quarterback documentary i have a different respect for for him like outside of football he's just a family man he's a great guy but you watch that documentary and Injury after injury. He came into Buffalo absolutely right. His ribs. His ribs were just a mess. And then he got a, He said he got a little bit better before the Bills game, right? And then the Bills defense got to him, and he, he was on the sideline. He's like, they're, they're busted. I'm not even going to get into the story of what happened with Cam Newton and that happened. Stupid-ass Cam Lewis. Well, yeah, Cam Lewis always comes to the story. No, all right, so again, long, long story just to say the Vikings are probably going to beat the Bucks. We've got a little bit of a shit fest with the Panthers and the Falcons. Not sure how many people are going to be watching that one. Um, is where's it at? Is it in Pan? Is it in Carolina? I think, that's in, I think that's in Atlanta. It might only be on TV. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Which means. Or unless you're like two or three hours away, it'll be on TV. Then it'll cut off. Give me the Panthers. I got the Panthers also. I got, I got Bryce Young taking home his first W week one. Another sleep really, sleeper. Really, really hope that this one's not on the TV next day. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh god! Dude, this I just realized the Bills don't play on Sunday, dude. Like it's just hit me. There's a chance we're gonna have to watch one of these games. It's looking me, like it. Give me the Commanders. Jimmy, I would. I'm going with the Commanders too. Like the Cardinals. Who is their quarterback? Joshua Dobbs. Joshua, Joshua Dobbs. I, I must have skipped over that. Where is it? No, no, wait, don't give me Josh Dobbs. Give you don't what? give me Josh Dobbs. <laughs> don't give me Josh Dobbs here. Give me the commanders. I almost just went back on it. Give you uh, Sam Howell. Sam, yes, Sam Howell. Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. We're spending way too much time on the commanders. Yeah. They don't deserve this. Jags and Colts. Jags and Colts. We got a, Tink's we got team. a Colts fan in the room here. We got a Colts fan. I'm sorry, Tank. I'm sorry, Tank. You're gonna be, you, that's a long ride home, man. That's a long ride home. Are you driving or flying? Driving. That's a long ride home, man. Yeah, I'll show you what it means. I'm going to spend a lot of time with you in Vegas. Hey. 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 
Philly fan, uh, give me the Jags. I think the Jags, they're going to they're gonna go far this year. We got, we got a little taste of them last season, and then they just add another weapon in Calvin Ridley. He didn't follow us. Couple picks, couple picks before. Special got like we we were sitting there. Hey, oh okay. I was gonna say it was. Uh, oh yeah, hey, yo. But uh, um, there was definitely a point where we had like two guys back to back, and they were trying to combine. We're gonna get Judy. We're gonna get this guy. We're gonna trade for Brown. Get this guy, and then they just went for Spencer Brown. That one round, it was Rashad White, and. There was two guys back to back that we wanted, and we're like, nope. Back to the Michael drawing board, Jackson. Michael. Ga- Michael Jackson. Yeah. We were really high. Yeah, we were. Jack Russell. Jack Russell. <laughs> 49ers Steelers. Here we go. We got a good game. We got a good game here. Hopefully Ben's watching this. Him and his Pittsburgh Steelers. That's gonna be a real. I I actually wouldn't mind if that's. I don't know if that's on TBS or Fox. Wouldn't mind if that's the game. It is a one o'clock game. game. That's definitely the most interesting game I've, I've, I've watched so far. Niners and Steelers. That's Those are two tough teams. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be interesting to see Brock Purdy come back after that Philadelphia Eagles injury and that loss that they had uh, in the conference championship. And the Steelers, like you said, you alluded to earlier, the Steelers are always a solid football team. Above Tomlin, 500. Like Mike Tomlin said. What do, you, what do you say in the press conference? I don't know if you heard it. It was like, no one cares. Like, is that what, I think that's what he said. We don't care week by week, something like that. Some some around there. Same guy week week, I mean year in, year out. He's I think he's one of the best head coaches in the NFL, no doubt. He's always the best coach in the league. So here we go, 49ers Steelers. It's gonna be a dog it's gonna be a dog fight. I'm actually gonna take the Pittsburgh Steelers. Finally, is this the first game that we're gonna split? That me and you are gonna we hopefully we're keeping track of it. I think I got a mod. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first game that's going to split. I just think those Niner, that Niners defense, I think it's going to be too much for the Steelers. They only got better. They got, they got big boy Javon Hargrave in free agency from the Eagles. They managed to pull him away from the Eagles in free agency. From one amazing defense to another. Say that I do think George Pickens is a hell of a wide receiver. I think he's going to be a good, good, good talent for him. I think that's a great number two, number one. I'm sorry, they're going to start in Pittsburgh. I don't think he's going to be anything. I respect it. Big old, big old fuck face. Got the young tight end too. Pat Fryermuth. I just think that offense. With Najee. I would say I just I just keep going off these uh these these good offensive talents. That's that's going to be a good fight. That's a good defense versus like four solid offenses. The Steelers defense is obviously pretty good. Oh, they're always good. When you have T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward and that explosive. And then they got Pat Pete. They got Pat Pete on the, on the defensive back. On the defensive back team. And uh, we got uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, so I know they lost to the Vikings this year. And I, I don't even know if he signed with the team. He's, yeah, I think he's at third. I think he's at third. Is he? Yeah, he stayed, he stayed in the Pennsylvania region, but he's at third. Um, I just don't know who they replaced that other safety with after he left. Oh, yeah. Let me say though, I think that I think that that's gonna be I think that's gonna be a pretty good game. Um, While I'm looking Titans, that up, Titans Saints. Give me. I'm still gonna go, I'm gonna go with the Titans. Yeah, I'm actually gonna go with the Saints. Yeah, I'm you think you be, you believe in Derek Carr in the first game? I like I like Derek Carr in his first game, and I think the Saints I think the Saints have a shot with that. Okay, I. Those Titans, man. They, they, they still got Derrick Henry. They're still a run team. They're still a run first team, on offense. They did. I, I personally think, I know people are gonna sleep on him, a lot. They got this dude called Demonte Kazee. And they got Keanu Neal. Pairing up with uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, so it can be any of those two. Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, so it's gonna be one of those two to start next to Fitzpatrick, and then they got that first round pick in Joey Porter at corner. 
with Pat Pete. They got they just they picked up Desmond King. Yeah, I wouldn't. Those DBs aren't that bad. I would. They got a little bit of depth, veteran depth, and uh, some young guys in there too. What do you got, uh, Raiders Broncos? Raiders Broncos. Honestly, I think I might have picked. I did. Last year, it was Russ Wilson saying Broncos country, let's ride. This year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe in the hype just a little bit. Just because they made a head coach move with Sean Payton, and I really think, I think he can bring out the best and old sort of not old Russ Wilson, but sort of old Russ Wilson. If you know what I mean, if you know what I'm trying to get at, I think he's gonna bring the best out of Russ Wilson. I think, I think it's gonna be Broncos country. Let's ride. This year. I think uh, I think they have another split year. Just win, baby, win. Just win, baby. Give me the Raiders. Are you digging the Jimmy G to the Devontae Adams? I dig, I dig any quarterback that throws the ball to Devontae. Yeah? Any Even if there's all those rumors? Any quarterback that throws Devontae Adams the ball. I don't know. I'm hearing rumors swirl around that he could be with the New Jersey Jets. Just to, just to follow Aaron Rodgers. Just to get his own team back. I've been hearing that stuff. They do have enough. After this, after this segment, yes. That's I'm just hearing rumors. That's not that's not me. I don't, I don't want him in the division. I have heard that, but at the same time, where the hell is all this cap? I know where this cap is coming from. They just cleared a lot. Shit, I'm still hearing David Bakhtiari to the Jets. All right, now this is one of my favorite times because we can now. We can shit on the Patriots. We can shit on the Patriots now. Division champs. I have another shirt back-to-back. I hope so, and hopefully we can do something with it. So, we're just going to say Eagles over Patriots in an absolute – They have – so I've been wanting to talk to you about this for forever now. Well, not forever because cuts were just in the, the other week. So <laughs> so they cut Bailey Zappi and they cut their wide receiver slash quarterback. What's his face? Malik Cunningham. So their backup – their Mac Jones was their only active quarterback in the active 53 roster for a couple days. And then they si- they finally signed Matt Corral to get their backup. Were you expecting them to just to – it's like a complete turnaround at backup quarterback because last year we thought Bailey Zappi was potentially going to take over Matt Jones. Well, yeah, there was like that game where he came in and Corral was doing pretty good. He was doing better because Matt Jones played a half, Bailey Zappi played a half. He had the better half. Did he start a game last year? He might have. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, I pay attention to it, but at the same time, like, I, I, I'm not bought in love with him at this point. <laughs> like, Come on, they added Zeke. Know, the Dolphins, the little noise the Dolphins are making. Okay, that that's got that's got my attention. The Jets, obviously, they they, they can't go with Higgins without making a damn move. They're first on the plate. Um, they, but the Patriots, it's like you got you got the Jets who are like, okay, let's go out and get Aaron Rodgers. The Dolphins, like, let's go out and get Tyree Kill and. Let's go get Zeke Elliott and Juju Smith-Schuster. My knee. I heard his knee is like a ticking time bomb from somebody close with the Patriots. Like he's his knee is gonna go any day now. But he fired back, of course, and said his knee is fine. We got another interdivision game week one. I'm believing after after a taste of Geno Smith and the uh, Seahawks last year, 
and they just added JSN. I'm believing in the Seahawks a little bit more. I think, and the Rams, they bought their Super Bowl a few years ago. They're just not it anymore. Is this like the first year? Well, after I don't want to skip the season or anything, but do they know what a first round pick is after this season? Do they finally know what a first round pick is? For Matt, it worked. It worked. It worked. Dolphins Chargers. That's that's a decent game. That's that's a good game. That's one that I'll be definitely looking forward to, especially with the Bills going five and three. That's definitely going to be CBS's second game of the day. Uh, that'll be one that definitely has my eye. That's a that's a four twenty five game. I can't sit here and just be I can't hit off a team off the top of my head and just be super confident about it. Obviously, I want the Chargers to win, but I think the Dolphins. You think that you think the Dolphins squeak by? I think the Dolphins push that one out. Uh, Tua. See, I think I I gotta go in the Chargers way. For two reasons. One, Dolphins are in our division. They're right behind. A little biased opinion. Okay. You kidding me? That's okay. That's okay. Second reason. Jay Herb. There was talks in the Dolphins a few years ago. There was a talks a few years ago that what was it? The owner wanted Tua. But the coach, who was the coach at the time? Flores, Brian Flores. Bri- oh, oh, we talk, oh, we're talking about Miami. No, a few years ago when the when Tua and you're talking about Miami. What are you talking about? You're talking about Miami. I thought we were talking about the Chargers. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about the Dolphins. I'm talking about I'm talking about first or uh, first round a few years ago when Brian Flores wanted Jay Herb, and the management the management wanted Tua. So I think it's a thing like, oh, you you guys didn't want me? Watch me. I'm going to sit here and say this. This is going to be a hot take. On, on the first episode, this might be one of the hottest takes that I'll have just about ever. And I'm going to sit here and say that I think I think Justin Herbert is like halfway through his contract. Dude, I he's – I don't think there's – Really? I, I think he's at his ceiling. Really? You think he's maxed? He's had talent around him. Yes, he's got a receiving core that's not really relatively banged up. I mean, Keenan Allen seems to be on the injury list every other week and hasn't had a chance to rest yet. I think I might have gotten hurt a couple times. And then Mike Williams is healthy. He's the guy, but he's also going to be banged up. Pretty severely banged up. Obviously, they, they the Dolphins, I'm sorry, the Chargers definitely know that. They went and drafted uh, what's his guy's name? Quinn Johnson. Quinn Johnson? First round pick. Quinn Johnson. Uh, TCU. I did want him. That's fair. Now talk. Okay. Now I'll touch a little bit on the Dolphins. Tink said it earlier. Tua's a new Tua, he's a new man. He's got he's tatted, one arm sleeve. He said he took judo. Like it. Like it. He's he's a new man. We'll see. We'll see if he can uh There's we no, can, we'll see if he can stay healthy. No Not anymore. He he's got the fastest can you name a fastest offense? I can't name ever? I mean, th- if there was one guy that I would have not wanted to ever be in the AFC East, I would have either. I would have told you probably Tyree Kill. Like I could have easily he's, told you that Tyree Kill is number one guy. He's broken our hearts play. quite a few times. I mean, I still, I, I still, I was just telling Amanda before we, we loaded this up. I, I have no expectations for the Bills right now because, like, I think Tyree Kill is just absolutely world-class. You hate Tyreek Hill. 
Do you but you can't do Buffalo, I'd be off of there. Well, you might have to. That'll never happen because apparently after the Dolphins, he's done. He wants to go in the management type of things, he said. So you're going Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I'm going Dolphins. Uh, Packers, Bears. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down. Bear down. Um, they, they went out and made a move. Yeah, they, went, um, they got him a wide receiver one. They went out and got him. Packers, on the other hand, they're. So it's so funny. It's so funny because Tyler, we, we, we wanted to touch on this because like we, we talked with Tyler a lot about this or that and this or that. And he's a big Packers fan. He's always talking about how like the Packers are going to be really awesome and like they're going to be awesome. And, and like I feel like we're watching the draft and then he's just over there like, what the fuck? Like, slipping, like, slipping down, like, slipping down. Is this guy going to be with like a defensive lineman or a linebacker? Or a quarterback when you have Aaron Rodgers winning back-to-back MVPs. Hey, that's their quarterback right now. If it hey. goes, it might be like a Brett Favre thing where Brett Favre leaves and Aaron Rodgers takes over. And then 20 years later, we see Jordan Love on the on the Jets. Yeah. Found that Packer tradition. So I'm, I'm going to go Bears, bear down. Um, and then that leaves us with Sunday night football, the game right before ours. What I take? Yeah, as much as I, I think as much as I hate this pick, I took him. I did. I took Cowboys. Another split. Another split. That's like three, four now. It, that's good. I don't like to be on the same page. Yeah, because then the record just kind of goes back to being like, damn, I just want to whoop your ass. <laughs> Give me the Giants. That defense, like once again, like the Eagles and the Niners, Cowboys defense, I think is too much for that Giants offense. Do we know Saquon? He he signed his contract. He's good to go week one. I haven't heard much buzz around him. He's good to go week one. I think he's gonna be good. Um, my boy Isaiah Hodgins is gonna have a good game plan. I regret. I re. I regret that for the Bills letting him go. I regret that. He's making the team anyway. All right, let's let's get in. Let's just let's dive into it. Might as the well. most important game of the whole entire week. There's not another game before this that means anything to me. We got Jets-Bills. Jets-Bills-Bills. Jets-Bills-Bills heading up there to New Jersey to, to not play New Jersey. There's only one team. There's only one team. We made that clear down there. One team. One team that plays in New Jersey. Uh, obviously, for obvious reasons, you, you, you probably said you got the Bills. Yeah, Bills all day, baby. Yeah, you got Bills. So Go ahead. Uh, Get trashed by me. Get trashed by me. Podcast might not make it to episode two. We might have to kick Chris off. It might be a solo say, man. It might just be the Travis podcast. The door's right there. The door's right there. Do you think that? Do you think that felt good saying that? That's how I'm recording. People are working me. People are my dad's gonna see that. I'm not gonna live that down, especially if we win. I want to win. I hope you guys are on my ass. I'm gonna shoot an Instagram live video on our Instagram. Trash and Chris, Monday, September 11th. Let's let's really let's really dive let's dive into the game. I mean, I got the Jets, but do I think the Bills can win? Absolutely. The most important thing is just they dude they they. Josh Allen. You know, if we personally, I think there's no excuses. This Bills offense, I think we can run the clock down, make splash plays. There should be no, there should be no excuse for the Bills offense this now, year. There's a reason why I'm wearing a Jimbo Cook jersey. It's for a reason. Jimbo. I have no doubt in my mind that James Cook. I think before we that's the guy, the guy. I I I said it last year. I said it's always the biggest Devin Singletary hater. See, we don't have. I'm a Jimbo Cook guy. We don't. I'm a Jimbo, I'm a Jimbo Cook okay. guy. Okay. We're in the future. I'm spit. I'm spit. Okay, go ahead. James Cook. If James Cook can be the guy that I think he can be, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think it's gonna make the Bills' offense better. It's gonna make. They're gonna take that next step. Because Devin Singletary, yeah, he was always a really solid runner. We didn't have our disagreements on the Bills. 
topic much. But that was one thing that, that, was that we. Oh, that's the one thing we agreed. You were a Devin Singletary guy. I thought he had a lot of heart. He's small, but he had a lot of heart. He was always making play. He was always averaging five, six yards a play. That's why. That's why he shipped off. That's why he shipped off. That, that whole first drive. Whole first drive. Whole first drive. They clearly made it very, very clear that they wanted to hand the football to Jimmy. And they went out and they upgraded the offensive line a little bit for it. Got time to Devin. Got David Edwards. Like you said, that was uh, solid. That was solid. I had my eye in. I still don't know what's going on with that, that passing spot. Cybo. I mean, they call him Cybo. Absolutely. I don't know what's going on with that passing spot. They got my favorite pick in the draft so far. Cybo. I can't believe we landed Cy- Osiris Torrance in the second round. He was supposed to be off the board in round one. He, and, and I'm going to ask you this. Is like, it's, it is super weird because like, that's who I wanted in the first round. And I was that's so pissed when he didn't go. And all of a sudden, it was like when you rolled back day two, I was like, you just saw him drop. And you're like, there's a chance. There's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. And what did we and, and, I, and at the time, I'm, I liked, like, I love the Dalton Kincaid pick now. So, like, at the time, you know, like, you're going to get that Dalton Kincaid. I was like, he's not going to. Like, I, I, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I knew Dalton Kincaid was going to be, like, a solid tight end, but at the time, I was like, he was bad. But, honestly, when you look at it, like... You bet your ass, as soon as that draft was over, we were watching, we were watching him on YouTube. We were doing our homework. The second round one ended. Spent, like, a good, a I'd good, say a good 30, 40, 30, 45 minutes we spent a good... Just watching him. Just watching him at Utah. Now, now I was selfish for wanting Jackson. But I'm happy oh, I wanted JSN, no doubt. JSN, Zay Flowers. But back, back on track, like, the reason I got into it was it's clear that the Bears want to be able to run the football more than they've been able to the last couple of years. It's been it's been pointed out to them by, like, all the fans, all the league, they're a one-dimensional team. They can only throw the ball. And when we do run the ball, it's 17. Right, and that, that's It's the last that guy that we want to run the ball. It's, we're going into year six with Josh. I mean, father time is not on our side. Like, he's not on anybody's side. We were just downstairs. We picked Josh Allen. He was reading. He was reading out the stats. He had seven hundred and thirty-five rushing yards. I I know, but he like just scored. Like you 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 scroll on Twitter or Instagram or like where Josh Allen just gets straight up and say like that. Like let me get like what if I was Josh Allen with seven hundred rushing yards or something? Like yeah. That? And he's the only NFL player to do it and he's done it twice. It's like yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. But how long can he do this before he just falls apart? Yeah, it's so. They need a guy. They, they 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 need to be able to run the football, and that's evident. That's what they want to do, and I think that's a big key for the Bills if they can get the run game going. Is and we got the second year guy, an elusive back who can run, and receive, and just like you said, it's quite. It's evident. Like, we want to run the ball. We went out and got a smash mouth, run it, run it down your throat. Two running backs. Yeah. It's like evident what they want to do. I think that like what I was saying. That's one of my biggest keys for this game is if we can get the run game going, control the uh, time of possession, and keep the Jets off the field. Because the Jets, I mean, that's a good offense. They were down to Charles Barkley here in a couple minutes. If we keep them off the field, that's obviously the biggest thing. The other thing is, is and this is what I'm excited about, and I hope we get a good taste of this uh, on Monday night, is Gabe, the healthy ankle of Gabe Davis. Like, a lot of us didn't know. I'll tell you. Last year, that Gabe Davis. We were coming for his neck last season. And then we just didn't. We weren't aware of the fact that his ankle was just. It was a mess, and it was kind of holding him back. And like when you think about it, like for what he did, like Ben. Ben pointed out to me a lot last year when I was like kind of hating on him a little bit. It was like, dude, Gabe is hurt, and he's putting up the numbers he's putting up. Now imagine Gabe when he's healthy. Like we we we've seen Gabe against the Chiefs, four touchdowns. Maybe you look at the Jets besides Gabe in a playoff game. He's got he's got the talent. You can tell Gabe even got sick of the noise too, because a couple months ago he actually came out public. He was on some type of podcast. Can't remember what it was. I think you know what I'm talking about. He was sick and tired of the noise. For one, he was injured. He pointed that out clear as day. He was injured. Second, he was like you said, he was still putting up the numbers, what he was doing. He was like the number one guy targeted downfield, twenty yards plus more. He also put in touchdowns in the playoffs. 
Yeah, you got to think about it. Like, he was running on a bum ankle, and he was the most targeted wide receiver 20-plus yards down the field, and he was still putting up those numbers. might take a few years, but I can see it. And if that's really truly the case, if he comes out and just kind of tanks it, then is there a chance? Is he obviously going to get too much of a push in the preseason? We saw a little bit. I think they're trying to keep him. Maybe they're trying to hold him in the bag. They're trying to keep him as a – yeah. Him and the new guys. What are you you, you expecting Monday night? Monday night, I expect us – you're saying James Cook. I expect that. I expect. Well, I know, I know. But here's what I'm talking. Here's my point. I'm expecting us to go 50-50. But in a way, I, I, I expect us to go more towards throwing the ball a lot. We got weapons on top of weapons. On paper, I think this is the best offense we've had in a long ass time, and we've said this in years prior. And Don Kincaid, he only adds to it. We're talking about a tight end that can play tight end. He can play slot, and it's been known and pointed out that he can play the outside receiver too. He's just an athletic freak. X, Y, Z. Yeah, they jumped. They jumped Dallas. Now, we've seen this in years past, like James Cook and who's another young guy on offense that we held back a little bit, or any any guy. Really, any guy, but you're just talking about a general. Like, like Kyer Elam, he's a first-round pick. He's not he's not playing the spot like a first-round pick. Like, he's behind a six-round pick in Christian Benford. But it's guys like – it's Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean's way. They always do that way. So, my question to you is – are they going to use Don Kincaid like the whole NFL world is expecting us to use Don Kincaid? Or do you think he's going to take it slow and have Dawson Knox mentor him for the first couple weeks? And then they're going to transform it into like a two tight end set. And then it's going to be Dawson, here, you get one drive. Kincaid, you get two drives. Dawson, you get the next two drives. So- Offense and defense. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have said offensive side only because it's not true. He's better. I was gonna say he's got work. Dalton's got to work on blocking, but that will, yeah, but blocking's blocking. And, and, and don't know, Dawson Knox is a very athletic tight end, but like he's not, he's not like Dalton Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid, kind of in my opinion, what was missing from Josh Allen's most successful years was that like full weaver short route. Like you know, he's, he's there for Josh, and I think Dalton Kincaid brings the safety blanket. Like he's that safety blanket, and he's on the last end of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Gonna say it's gonna be kind of like years past. Gonna be the opposite. It's gonna be where Dolph Kincaid takes that 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 role where he's in the offense a little bit more. Okay, I respect it. But let's switch over to defense a little bit. I mean, we talked about things, bigger things on offense. Defense for me, get on, get after that boy Aaron Rodgers. There where I've I pointed this out to you in weeks past, like at least two times. This was known a few months ago that the Jets are wearing their all-whites week one. Make the white sorry. I want Aaron Rodgers' white jersey to be as dark green as the Packers' jerseys are. Remind him of his olden days. Make him look like he's a Green Bay Packer.
I'm expecting him to have a big year. You gotta have Mitch in there. Like, he's had the biggest draft the year before. I think I'm he's right got, behind he's you. Got the talent around him, like Vaughn, obviously last year we were saying like they can work out. So then they did, but when when they were both injured, they worked on each other. But like even without Vaughn, he still has Mitch McKenzie. Like, he has. We had Leonard Floyd. Some people forget that we have Leonard Floyd. It's gonna and that'll be nice down the line. Hopefully, hopefully in a couple months we'll get him under contract, have him in like a rotation, being able to keep all three of those guys fresh and just. Get and you know the Bills D line, they're always rotating. Right. And There's so, I, I think those two on the edge Monday night they 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 need to get them hot. Like they need they need to get out there and now they're getting pushed and Taylor Rawls and a couple couple deep safeties that are coming back from from injury this year. They need to have a game today, but hopefully hopefully they rush them and give you these bad throws. Best safety duo in the league. Don't at me. And then we got those upgrades too. But yeah, like my point is, those guys need to get after the quarterback and unfortunately won't some of these bad throws and turn the ball over a little bit. And that's I know that's just that's like a standard you know English thing to do, but but they can throw fucking hard. Now now talk about this Bills defense. I want to get into one particular player. Taylor Rapp. So Back in the offseason, Jordan Poyer, we didn't know what his situation was. Did he want to go get the last big contract before he's he's gone in a few years? Because he's he's 32. Right. Does he want, is he gonna stay in Buffalo for a last ride? So essentially, before we didn't know what his plans were, we went out and signed Taylor Rapp. Now, essentially. It was known that he was going to take his spot before Jordan Poyer decided to come back with his running mate, Micah Hyde. Where, what do you expect for Taylor Rapp? I'm hearing a lot of he's going to be a linebacker with Matt Milano someplace. He's going to be, it's going to be three deep safeties. He's going to come down with the corners and be a Teron Johnson type of guy. I'm hearing a 4-2-5. corner he could be a, a nice space to hide i i kind of when we signed him my initial thought was not even as like replacement for a guy like that my, my thought was he's he's a backup well no like you're throwing around just about anywhere on the field he can kind of maybe come in and play like a linebacker like I, I i had that kind of thinking maybe you or maybe somebody else that that might be his role taylor rap i thought that's kind of what we signed him as to to be a backup there for us and maybe he needed to get out there and keep That being said, and I've made this, I've made it like super purview, and this is why this is my biggest reason why I think the Jets have a chance. I, is the middle line. If I had a dollar for every time this man spoke to me about the middle line, middle linebacker position, I probably wouldn't be doing the podcast with you. I'd probably be doing somebody bigger. <laughs> no, my biggest thing is like, and I and and I will say, I, I will admit, I was a big Ben Schmidt coordinator, but on defense, I was a big Tremaine Edmonds hater. Like I was. Like I said earlier in the podcast, we weren't disagreeing with a lot. It was like those, only those two things. Those two things. I love Tremaine Edmonds. I will sit here and say now without him, I, I'm like, dude, there just seems like there's this big, like, I'll tell you, hole, like, I'll tell you, he had his faults. He had his faults. I will say that. And Josh Allen, specifically week, was it week three against the Bears? Mm-hmm. He went after Tremaine Edmonds that first drive. There, there might have been also a little bit of, like, But well, let's get back to the Bills roster because he's not—he's not even on no, our roster anymore. He's past talk. That's my biggest thing is like the middle linebacker position right now is just so vacant. And they did sign Christian Kirksey, and, and like you told me, Christian Kirksey appears to be that guy that's going to potentially step in. He's linebacker. a practice squad guy, but only—only only until he learns the playbook. I, said, I got no—I got no idea who else is going to play linebacker because I'd love it for it to be Dwayne Haskins playing a quarterback for Tampa, but you hear that he's going to be more of like an outside linebacker, like Matt Milano kind of role. Whatever. Made him make the roster most. At least, what, Terrell Dodson and then... It's not Bale Inspector anymore. Terrell Dodson and Terrell Bernard. Terrell Bernard. Not Bale Inspector. He's out of the picture. He's on IR. I don't know about Bale Inspector. You don't like Terrell Bernard or... I like Terrell Bernard a little bit more than... A little bit more than... Um, Terrell Dodson? Dodson? I like him as just a general one, but I would not, would not belong to him on Sean Payton. Who do, I think you said this to me a few, few weeks ago about Terrell Dodson. Or maybe it was your dad or maybe whoever. I think the Bills 
probably are the only defense that Tyrell Dotson can start on. He just fits Bill. He's everything Bills. He just fits Bills' system. I don't think there's another roster that he could. That he could Not he can't step day one and go middle linebacker one. I, I hope that McDermott has like coached this guy up and it's just going to be completely different from what we've seen in the past. But I just I don't know. That's the one thing I'm nervous about. That's like my biggest thing, and I can't look past it. It's like there's teams you can get away without having a really decent middle linebacker in there. But like the Jets and Aaron Rodgers to me. No, he will attack. He will attack you all day in that middle of the field. If you take a bum like me, like that's not in the NFL, noticeable because they just like to throw in the middle of the field. You think the Hall of Fame quarterback like Aaron Rodgers with his great wide receiver coming out of college would be awesome. He's gonna throw Miko Hardman. They got any other slot guys? It ain't gonna be Randall Cobb. That dude, he's just there for because Aaron Rodgers is his best friend. But you think they have like Miko Hardman? They got some of the other other guys, the other fast guys. You don't think they're gonna attack the middle of the field? They're, they're gonna they're gonna take a quick slant, like a two three yard quick slant, and turn it into twenty. I know I sent this to you earlier. That's that's yeah. I did send this to you earlier. Yeah. Like, dude, what? Hey. Like, damn, but once one side, it's like, all right, here comes one, and then there's another one. It's like, dude, you just can't. It's just like, yeah, the Bills' defensive line looks like the Mavericks' defensive offense could do it for you. Now, about those running backs on that topic, I did see earlier that Robert Sala already said there's not going to be a pitch count or a snap count on Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. There's no pitch count. That's what I said. Bring it on. At Oliver, Daquan Jones, Tim Settle, big boy Puna Ford, who I can't believe we got so late in the offseason. Bring it on. So bring it, bring it on, but as, as, it's, as it's us, that's my one point on why I think the Jets probably, like, I think the Jets will probably beat the Bills. Although, obviously, I don't want them to. It's just that I can't look past the Bills. I think I'm going to have to take you to the parking lot after the podcast. Shit, I was your ride up here. You might have to stay a. You might have to stay yeah, a. Right. You might have to stay a night in the Niagara Falls. Let's go back to the defense real quick because I want to ask one more question on that defense. So we talked about. We've talked. It's no secret that before that this defense wasn't aggressive at all. And it's no secret, per, to us. Um, Leslie Frazier, he didn't step away. From the Buffalo Bills. Let's be honest with you. He didn't step away. He quietly got fired. Let's be honest. Alright. So. Sean McDermott. He He's no, he's not only known for our head coach. But he was a mastermind on defense. Back in the Panthers days. When they were contending year by year. For those few years. So. How's this defense going to look? Are we going to finally see some aggressive defense, or are we just going to sit back okay. and are we going to slouch five to seven yards when, we have, when we're facing a wide receiver core like T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd? Okay, that's, that's, a, great, that's a great topic to ask, and I'm glad you brought it up. Because, like, I'm, you, I'm you sick alluded of, to this while we were actually watching a, pre-se- a couple of these preseason games. I'm tired of us playing back and, that's, and content. And that's the amount of blitzes that we saw from this defense. Just felt just felt Even like from the safeties. Yeah, and like you saw Demar Hamlin do it a lot. You saw them. You saw him and Taylor Rapp switching back and forth and blitzing on each edge. Yeah, and like so blitzing back and forth, also switching it up. Like, like they were swapping free safety to strong safety, play in and play out. Like in the middle of the offense breaking a huddle. Like that, and that's. I mean, you throw a guy out there, you, you switch it up like that. You blitz somebody, you blitz it this way. So you blitz off the left side, next play you might even blitz off the right side. That's stuff that I just feel like we weren't seeing with Leslie Frazier. Also, I, I mean, you saw the cornerbacks face him seemed a little bit like on, on like a third down seemed a little bit closer than uh, I, I mean, I'm sure we're, we're probably having the same picture in our head that like 30 to 5 or whatever against the Bengals in that uh, divisional round playoff game where he were like throwing 15 yard drops. It was third and five. Third and five, and you're playing. Like I said, you're playing that wide receiver trio and a tight end that went absolutely 
bizarre against us. Hayden Hurst, he went off that game. That was one of his best games of his career, no doubt. Wasn't he already getting interviewed for new jobs? Something like that. But Ramp kind of touched on it like in before the podcast when we said something that kind of caught my eye is like McDermott has a way of saying the right things and doing things very politically correct in the media. But and I no 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 and I'm gonna say I think he just didn't want the if if Leslie Frazier did get fired, I just don't think he wanted that bad like that bad negative attention in the building. Like, okay, we just fired the defensive coordinator. In the past, when we've had coordinator situations, it was always because the coordinator got hired and it's like, oh. And this, it's like, like under McDermott, under McDermott. Mm-hmm. We really haven't seen where it's like, dude, you're fired. Like, and I think that would have maybe brought some bad attention to it, but already has some negative attention. And the offseason with the whole, like, Stephon Diggs stuff, like, obviously that stuff just, it's not great. It kind of debunks. It just blows over. I, I think he kind of alluded to something there. McDermott just tends to do things in a way that he feels is the most politically correct. I'd say he's all about culture. Yeah. You ask every single – as at least for the last few years, you talk about every Bills player, past, present, now, the first thing that comes to their – that they, they say is family. They're all about culture, every single one of them. Not in the locker room. Because he was well liked in the locker room. He was. He was. I think he was. Part of that eighty five was eighty five Bears defense. And part of that Vikings, um he was a Vikings defensive coordinator. Was he? I think we're all talked up about the Bills versus Jets. Because the Bills are going to beat the Jets, right? It's, it's just as it's just as it should. Uh, again, shout out to Emerge. Shout out to our boy Tank. Shout out to Maranto. It's the first time you know they 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 make this possible. Like this is this, this was is, huge for us. This is, is kind of like a year ago from now when we were first starting up. I believe it was like after our first preseason game. Dude, let's start a podcast. Yeah. A year from now. Here we are. I would not. I would not expect this. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be a part of the family. What's in the future? And go Bills. See you next time. See you next week, and hopefully the Bills are winning. Before you get your ass beat. <laughs>